Hail, adventurer. Before you get started on your journey, I have a quest for you. If you find yourself learning anything or laughing at any of the jokes in this episode, then tell your friends about us. This noble adventure helps us here at our small village defeat the Dark Lord, only known as the Alchemist. As the show grows, our village expands, and that allows us here to produce more and higher quality episodes for you to learn more about the dangers that lurk beyond the veil. It also allows us to give back to those that built us up in the form of future giveaways and cool events. Only the heroes that find the new podcasts can defeat the algorithm and bring justice to the oddcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Obscure Dragons and Dungeons. I'm Corey. And I'm Emily. And Emily, I think you have unicorns here for us today, don't you? <laughs> I do. We're going a bit whimsical for the start of the year. We're starting off with 1E. That's a very rare occasion. We don't really do a lot of 1Es or there's not a lot of things that were in 1E that you see a lot today or I can find. Yeah, 1E, 1E cut out a lot of stuff. Or 5E doesn't have like a lot of 1E stuff. No, it has a lot of new stuff and a lot of... I forget if there's any stuff that's not in 5E that wasn't 1E. Funnily enough, saying that 1E is rare, the unicorn in 1E is classified as rare. There's no uh, combat rating or anything like that that I've seen. No XP or anything, so we're just calling it rare. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, there was no XP thing, I guess, in 1E, which... Not supposed to kill a unicorn. Why would you need an XP there? (laughs) Yeah, kind of, yeah. Unicorns will speak their own language in first edition, and funnily enough, their alignment is chaotic good. (laughs) Not lawful. You will not find lawful in the upcoming editions until maybe 5e. All right. (laughs) Unicorns dwell only in temperate woodlands away from human habitation. These fierce but good creatures shun contact with all creatures except sprites, dryads, and the like. Elven and human maids of pure heart and good alignment may sometimes, it's a 25% chance, tame a unicorn for use as steeds and such. These steeds can also be faithful, obedient mounts to these uh, pure-hearted maidens and elven ladies. It only specifies ladies, too. No men. Yeah. Uh, no men. I actually remember this one because back when I first started playing D&D, one of my first characters I made, I found out I contained unicorns and I fucking stuck to it. So I made uh, a character that was... <laughs> Like, all about trying to get the unicorn. Cringe. A little bit, yeah. Cringe. (laughs) Unicorns find or make lairs in open dells. Their warded treasure is kept in nearby hollow trees, rocky niches, or other places. Like, they, it says that they have a specific treasure thing. They have specific treasure. Yeah, and it's always hidden somewhere close by, I guess. What does a unicorn keep as treasure? It didn't specify. It said treasure treasure something X. So it's like treasure type X, it said. so. I actually think that was one of like the really high treasure hoard letters, too. It probably was. But that must have been like its own like thing. It didn't tell you specifically what it was. Just that it, it could have come from, I guess, this like chart. <laughs> Unicorn's just got legendary artifacts hidden in its, in its lair. Yeah. 
Uh, possession of a unicorn horn is a sovereign remedy against all forms of poison and gas. Naturally, the unicorn is not subject to poison. Also, I realize that it doesn't specify the taboo of poaching a unicorn horn. Is that supposed to be taboo? In the, well, in the in the upcoming uh, editions, it specifies if it's taboo or not, or you can kind of like guess from it from the text that it's taboo. But in this edition, it doesn't specify. Interesting. So you could just go fucking hog wild and just kill unicorns, I guess, yeah. and no repercussions. Unicorn farm. <laughs> Which is messed up. Yeah. <laughs> A unicorn always senses the approach of an enemy. They move very silently and surprise opponents. You will not sneak up on a unicorn. That is for damn sure. Once per day, unicorns are able to use a teleportation spell of limited distance, basically a dimension door, and they may so teleport with a rider on their back. So with the whole maiden thing, they can teleport their rider, Yeah, which is fun. When a unicorn charges into combat, it does not strike with its two front hooves, but its horn strikes for double damage. Only when it charges it. Yeah, I mean, if it's charging at you, it's going to hit you with its horn. Like, you're going to get killed. And because the unicorn horn, or the unicorn is magical, its horn gains a bonus of plus two to hit. So, I'm assuming that was bad (laughs) back Um, in the day. (laughs) No, I think plus two is still relatively reasonable. I forget how much it said the attack was, though, because plus two to that could be very bad, depending on how big the attack was, but I don't think it specified too hard. Again, it was literally like this short paragraph of what was Unicorn (laughs) in the 1E. As most things are in 1E, just short paragraphs. (laughs) It was super short in 1E, and then in 2E you get all this, and then it like fluctuates in the different editions, (laughs) how much info you get. And then uh, there's two other types of unicorns, but we're not going over the different types of unicorns in this episode. But if we do get a lot of listens, we might revisit the different types of unicorns. Yeah, let us know. Not let us know, because I don't think they can comment. They can on Spotify. (laughs) They can? Oh, then yeah, let us know. (laughs) Uh, They can also have three attacks per round in combat. So (laughs) A stab and a hoof and a hoof. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they're not fun. Unicorns make all saving throws as if they were an 11th level magic user. They cannot be charmed or held by magic, and death spells do not affect unicorns at all. Just straight up. Yeah, just straight no, up. No death spells. That's our short blurb on 1E. Not as much lore as some of the other ones, but gives you the decent overall detail. Basically, man, pretty standard unicorn, though. Pretty standard. (laughs) Next up, we have 2E, and we are a CR2, so we actually are able to (laughs) tell you what this is. (laughs) It's a large creature again. It's going to be large, I think, through every edition. Yeah, they're like horse sized. (laughs) They're huge. Not huge, but large. They are powerful steeds with gleaming coats of pure white hair. Unicorn eyes are usually deep sea blue or fiery pink. And they have long, silky white strands of hair that hang down from the mane and forelock. And if nobody knows what a forelock is, like I did, 
It's a lock of hair growing just above the forehead. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I always thought that was just part of like their neck mane hair. No, 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 no. I thought it was like the little cute little curl, like the baby curl on the forehead thing, but no, it's just a lock of hair. <laughs> a forelock. <laughs> forelock. I had to research that. Like, I had no idea what that is. Horse people mad at us right now. <laughs> they have a single ivory-colored horn, two to three feet in length, and it grows from the center of each unicorn's forehead. Two to three feet in length. That's pretty big. That's huge. <laughs> That's so, like, obnoxiously huge. <laughs> Males are distinguished by the white beard beneath it, the chin, and females by their more elegant and slimmer musculature. <laughs> they just gave the males a beard and made the woman stand nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hooves of a unicorn are cloven and yellow ivory in color. Unicorns can speak their own language as well as those of sylvan creatures and elves. So it's very common in the first couple editions that it's very like fey ish. Yeah, they got a they got a fey kind of background now. But also, how does the unicorn talk? Like with it with its mouth or is it telepathy? <laughs> I'm guessing because it doesn't specify telepathy. So the the unicorn just opens its mouth and mouths real human words. I guess. <laughs> it's once again chaotic good. That scared and... the shit out of me. Huh? Unicorn walked up to me and just said, hello there. <laughs> oh, hello. The lifespan of unicorns has never been recorded, but it's known to surpass a thousand years. They are believed to maintain their youth until death is weeks away. They look very young and beautiful until death is literally a couple weeks away. Uh, so if you see a really old-looking unicorn, just know that it's probably going to die soon. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of sad, but it's a good indicator for poachers, I guess. I don't know. The secret to this longevity is the strong magical nature of the horn. The horn is magical. Keeps, oh, yeah. That, that's what everything will tell you, is that the horn has such great magical properties and all this kind of stuff. It's a unicorn horn. <laughs> Unicorns mate for life and make their home in an open dell of the forest they have chosen to protect. Unicorns will etch a glyph recognizable to sylvan creatures indicating that the forest is under unicorn protection. And rangers have a 10% chance per level of determining correctly whether the forest is guarded by unicorns. <laughs> so a ranger can just walk in the woods and be like, a unicorn lives here. Yeah, but it's a 10% chance per level, so. Pretty cool. But once you reach, like, level 10, then it's like, oh, you just know, I guess. <laughs> once a woodland has a unicorn protector, no other unicorn will enter the forest unless the forest is very large. Each family of unicorns stakes out a territory approximately 400 square miles. Each family of unicorn stakes a out of territory approximately 400 square miles. That's a lot of land. That is a lot of land. Well, that's why it says that they, no other unicorn will enter a forest unless the forest is very large. <laughs> so if it's larger than 400 square miles, then you'll have two unicorns basically in the same forest. <laughs> Travelers may pass through a unicorn's forest freely and even hunt there. 
but anyone killing for sport or damaging the forest maliciously will be attacked if the unicorn is nearby, which is a 10% chance. <laughs> Jeez. And because it's a common thing throughout this that the unicorn will actually actively patrol. It doesn't just sit there and like listen and wait. It actively patrols the 400 square miles. So you could just stumble, acro- stumble across a unicorn. So be careful if you're in a unicorn's forest and you're trying to kill animals maliciously or else. Yeah. There's a chance that you are going to die. Wouldn't want that. The ferocity of this attack is determined by the evil of the trespasser. Truant use, throwing stones at animals, for example, would be driven off with just a few bruises as a reminder, while pillaging orcs would be hunted down and slain. Yeah, so don't pillage. Be careful what forest you're in. Lone unicorns occasionally allow themselves to be tamed and ridden by a human or elf maiden of pure heart and good alignment. A unicorn that submits once and is treated kindly will act as the maiden's steed for life, even carrying her beyond the realm of his forest so she, if she so desires. Unicorns make exceptionally loyal mounts and will protect their, protect their riders even unto death. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Like... You befriend a unicorn, and then it, that unicorn should ride or die until it's dead. Yeah. I guess that's why you desperately wanted that unicorn. <laughs> Unicorns are cool. They just are. Unicorn horns are highly sought after since possession of one is a sovereign remedy against all poisons. Alternatively, a single horn can be used by an alchemist to manufacture 2 to 12 potions of healing. They can sell for 1,500 gold pieces or more on the open market. Oh my god. This is not mentioned as taboo either in this edition. So you could just, like, hunt down a bunch of unicorns as, like, a business model. (laughs) Which is kind of messed up. But unicorns can sense an enemy from 240 yards away. Likewise, unicorns move very silently, so opponents are penalized negative six on their surprise rolls. So it's it's very hard <laughs> to really like get up close to unicorns. Yeah, like it's gonna notice you be- way before you notice it. Oh yeah. But their main enemies are griffins and those creatures who destroy forests, in particular, red dragons and orcs. It specifies that they have these specific, like... Why griffins? I actually don't know. It didn't specify. (laughs) (laughs) Is it because griffins are, like, so big that they usually eat horses and unicorns are about horse-sized? Maybe. That might actually be it. I'm going to go with that. (laughs) It makes no (laughs) sense otherwise. It might just because it would compete with the horse for... uh... Do do griffins just, like, kill animals at will? Because that might make sense. Yeah, they're like big eagles. Well, I meant, like, do they do it, like, for sport and stuff? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we'll do an episode on griffins at some point. (laughs) Maybe. Then, I, then we might know. <laughs> I'll have to do a callback to this episode then. Unicorns can charge into battle using the horn like a lance. To make this charge, there must be at least 30 feet of open space between the unicorn and its opponent. 
opponents struck by a charging unicorn suffer three to 36 points of damage from impaling. Ouch. <laughs> Unicorns may not attack with the front hooves in the round they charge. They can kick with their front hooves and thrust with their horn each round. So, again, three attacks, hoof, hoof, yep. stab. <laughs> Due to the horn's magical nature, it always has a plus two bonus to hit. And once per day, a unicorn can use a teleport spell of limited range. This spell will transport the unicorn and its rider to any place that the unicorn desires, up to 360 yards away. Unicorns often have this ability as a last resort to avoid death or capture. Which makes so you wonder how you... they get hunted. Huh? Which makes you wonder how the hell they get hunted. Like, if you could just teleport 360 yards away from whatever's trying to kill you, you'd I think... think the most common way that you would ever get anything off of a unicorn is if it dies. Like, naturally. Yeah, you just gotta and that, wander the woods probably... until you see an old unicorn and tag it. <laughs> that or you just find its corpse or something similar to that, because it seems like you will not be able to get this unicorn. Unless you are highly powerful and malicious. Yeah. In addition, unicorns can never be charmed or held by magic. They are immune to death spells and make all saving throws against spells as if they were wizards of 11th level. And again, they are immune. Yeah. Only makes sense. They're a unicorn. <laughs> makes sense. They're a unicorn. Thanks, Bev. <laughs> well, when you think unicorn, you think, you know, good... Holy, it's only CR2, though. Good horse. CR2 equivalent. Yeah. Pretty weak. Which is really concerning if it's this, like... This, like, that grandiose. Why is it only CR2? Uh, who knows? You gotta make them huntable somehow, I guess. Which is messed up. But as we go into... About CR again, we're going into 3.5e... It's CR is uh, just goes up by one. It's a CR three now. <laughs> like it literally cannot be. Can't catch a break. Yeah. This powerful equine creature has a gleaming white coat and big, lively eyes. Long, silky white hair hangs down from the mane and a forelock. A single ivory-colored horn, about two feet long, grows from the center of the forehead, and the hooves are very like. It's got about the same description every. Unless, of course, you're one of the other ones. Yeah, I mean, it's a unicorn. It's a big white horse with a horn on its forehead. <laughs> Hard to deviate from the blueprint there. Earlier, when I read the description of the eyes for CR2, I thought it was talking about its color, like fiery pink, sea blue. I was like, damn, this color. They got different colors. And then I was like, nope. nope just their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> These fierce, noble beasts shun contact with all but sylvan creatures, dryads, pixies, and the like again, showing themselves only to defend their woodland homes. They speak sylvan and common now. They don't speak elvish. And they don't have their own language. <laughs> oh, man. No more unicorn speak. No more unicorn speak. A unicorn has deep sea blue, violet, brown, or fiery eyes. Again, very descriptive of its eyes. Males have a beard. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> Again, adult male or adult male unicorns are freaking huge as crap, and females are slightly smaller. And 
they had a good unicorn to make for life, baking their homes and open dells and glades in the forest they protect. Yeah, so and they're then, always living in, like, the woods. Yeah, that's the common, like, space for them. <clears throat> the same thing goes for neutral travelers can pass through. If you're evil, they'll attack you. The unicorn's horn is renowned for its healing properties. Evil and unscrupulous beings sometimes hunt a unicorn for its horn, which can fetch up to 2,000 gold pieces for use in various healing potions and devices. And 2,000 gold is a lot of gold for getting a hunting <laughs> one animal. Most good creatures refuse to traffic in such things. So it's now become more classified as taboo oh, shit. to kill a unicorn now. I guess I'm evil. <laughs> I guess I'm evil, evil because of 2,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. It's a lot of money. It is, but now it's taboo, so now you can If you're good. Unicorns normally attack only when defending themselves or their forests. They either charge impaling foes with their horns, like lances, which is a plus three magic weapon, though its power fades if removed from the unicorn. So it's not like, uh, I guess you can't make wands out of it, like other additions. Yeah, it, it just becomes an alchemical ingredient. Yep. Or they strike with their hooves. They have magic circle against evil. This ability continuously duplicates the effect of the spell. The unicorn cannot suppress this ability, so it's constantly... What's, what's that ability circle. do? Uh, I don't think it's specified in the text. It just said the this ability, so I'm assuming it's a specific spell somewhere in 3.5. Or it's probably just an aura that does like That's basically to what it is. Or something like that. It's a spell that's used as an aura for the unicorn. Yeah. Unicorns can use detect evil at will as a free action. Once per day, a unicorn can use greater teleport to move anywhere within its home. It cannot teleport beyond the forest boundaries nor back from outside. Huh. Well, that's a weird limitation now. Because <laughs> it's like hanging on to that fact of the unicorn has to stay in its forest. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Unicorns can cure moderate wounds once per day by touching a wound, wounded creature with its horn. And once per day, it can use neutralized poison with a touch of its horn again. This is a DC is charisma based, but it specifies. So this is the first we're seeing. The unicorn has like healing properties now. Yeah, it's it spe- specifies that it has it can heal. It can heal <laughs> instead of it having healing properties. Yeah, it has wild empathy. This power works like the druid's wild empathy class feature, except that a unicorn has a plus six racial bonus on check. Again, it did not specify. It's gotta be something to do with, like, small forest animals. Probably. It has specific skills. Unicorns have a plus four racial bonus on move silently checks. And unicorns have a plus three competence bonus on survival checks within the boundaries of its forest. That was all it had to do for 3.5. Not as much, I think, as 2E. Yeah, 2E just seemed to have, like, a... 2E is very, like, 
It has a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, here's what the unicorn is, guys, and here's a whole lot of it. It tells you the basic lore, the ecology, like what it does, its combat, where it lives, yeah. its relation to other things. Like it, it gives a lot. And 3.5 kind of is more so for like the big stat block and occasionally like lore around what it does and stuff like that. But on Tafori, it has even less. It has basically the stat block is all it gives. You. <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, that's weird. Oh, there's even this really fun tidbit I can't wait to share. But in 4E, a unicorn is level 9. Renowned for their grace and beauty, unicorns hail from the Feywild and are sometimes called to the natural world to guard forests or lakes. There is literally no lore info other than the basic check of whether or not you know that you can sell the unicorn horn for something. Yeah, they probably figured, eh, it's a unicorn. Everybody knows what that is. Everyone knows. <laughs> and funnily enough, this unicorn is unaligned. 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 <laughs> no longer good, just a fey creature. And it only speaks elven. Okay. Exclusively elven. Thanks for it. That's all. <laughs> no sylvan, no nothing. Just elven. Yeah. A unicorn begins most encounters with a piercing charge. A charge attack, which is plus 15 versus AC, and it does 46 plus 3 damage. It sounds pretty strong. It is. And the target is pushed one square and knocked prone. But again, we went from CR 3 to level 9. Yeah. So there's probably a big jump, even though the XP or the way that that system is set up is probably different. It's a bigger number, so. After it does its piercing charge then uses Fey Begilding to prevent a nearby enemy from harming it while gaining a protector. Range, it's range 5 feet, I think. It's plus 12 versus will. The target cannot attack the unicorn, and the target must make opportunity attacks with a plus 2 bonus against any creature within reach of the unicorn. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and, it recharges when no creature is affected by the power. Okay. So if it misses, it immediately gets an extra. That's a, that's a weird one that where they like just. What does that even mean? Like causes the attack to miss? Does it get a shield or is it like charm the person to not attack it? It basically prevents, like I said, it prevents an enemy from harming it while gaining a protector. So I think it can stop the action of somebody else, but if there's somebody within a certain, like, the five feet range, it will basically sit there and protect the unicorn then from anybody that comes within range of the unicorn. There you go. Because its range is five feet, then if you're that close to the unicorn, it will cast that, and then you're basically right next to it protecting it. <laughs> Bad for it's a very... group of melee dudes. Right. It has phase step. The unicorn can teleport five squares. Not as big of a teleport as before. Yeah. Which I think the bigger teleport makes sense. But they're just using spells for uh, stuff here. For you doing for you stuff. <laughs> yep. And then it's regular hoof attack. It's plus 14 versus AC and it's 2d6 plus 3. Oh, another decent thing. But that's literally all that it's said about 
unicorns in 4 <laughs> Yeah, so we just got the whole stat block, it seems. Yeah, basically. No real lore or anything other than the fucking fact that it's unaligned is so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it's just a different enough to be definitely belong in 4 God dang it, 4 you always flip things on its head. <laughs> Every time. Every time we visit 4 it's always something weird. Some weird change. Yeah. Now we get to hit the heavy lore of 5e. Because 5e always comes out with big heavy lore. Which I enjoy. Unicorns. Oh, yeah. In 5e, it's CR5 now. So we've gone down again. <laughs> Still higher than all the other editions, though. Except maybe 4e. Yeah. But... I think this should be way higher. I swear. I think this should be like CR20. And you'll see why at towards the end of the blurb that I have. Unicorns dwell in enchanted forests. Unrelated to the horses it resembles, a unicorn is a celestial creature that wanders sylvan realms. It's white form glimmering like starlight. So now we're not Fae. We're celestial. We're god horse. God what? horse. <laughs> We're God <laughs> horse. <sighs> a unicorn's whole brow supports a single spiraling horn of ivory whose magical touch can heal the sick and the injured. Its ears catch the words and whispers of the creatures that share its domain, and it knows the tongues of elves and silver folks. So we're back to knowing a lot. Because it knows celestial, it knows elvish, it knows sylvan, and it has telepathy up to 60. There we go. Now we got a proper, like, hey, here's how the unicorn speaks. <laughs> and then we finally hit the alignments of lawful good. We're not chaotic. We're not unaligned. We're lawful, which I think is the correct way. It's it being a celestial. Right. Unicorns allow good-hearted creatures to enter their woods and do all that again. Anything that's evil, it will kill it or hold it at bay from its forest, but foul-hearted Creatures seldom leave a unicorn's domain alive. Okay, so it's still doing forest protector stuff. Yep. If you're straight up evil, it won't let you in. If you're foul hearted, you can be in, but it'll probably chase you out. And then if you're good hearted, you can be there. Good deities place unicorns on the material plane to ward away evil and preserve and protect sacred places. Most unicorns protect a bounded realm, such as an enchanted forest. However, the gods sometimes send a unicorn to guard sacred artifacts or protect specific creatures. Guard god dogs. Horses, <laughs> shit, I fucked it up. Oh. When the forces of darkness strike against an individual the gods wish to protect, they might send that individual to a unicorn's forest where evil creatures pursue at their peril. Unicorns most often serve deities of the forest and woodlands, including the gods of benevolent fae. Although all unicorns have natural healing power, some serve the gods in greater capacities, performing miracles, or performing miracles normally is reserved for high priests. So they're not going around healing people like priests would and doing all that kind of stuff. They're more so for the big jobs. Yeah. <laughs> some shit priests can't heal. The Unicorn's Forest is a celestial realm where nothing that occurs beneath the sun-dappled leaves escapes the creature's notice. A unicorn hears each breathy tune sung by the elves that reside amid the treetops. 
and its senses where every caterpillar spins its cocoon, each leaf and each branch upon which the bright butterfly rests its tired wings. It's all, no, it's, it's all seeing. It's got the all-seeing eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as long as you're in the woods, it, it knows everything in the woods. It's a savant. Yep. <laughs> in a unicorn's forest, a sense of calm pervades. From wolves and foxes to birds, squirrels and tiny insects, the creatures of a unicorn's domain seem quite tame. Pixies, sprites, satyrs, dryads, and other normal mercurial fae loyally serve a unicorn when they dwell within its forest. Under a unicorn's protection, creatures feel safe from the threat of encroaching civilization and the insidious spread of evil. So instead of it being this place where it was like, it's just protected, do whatever you want, it's like... No, this is a safe haven. A sanctuary. Basically, for anybody that is seeking shelter. Basically. Which I like. I think it's better that it's more of like just this random place that's being protected by a unicorn. It's like this sanctuary for people that are trying to get away from evil and stuff like that. Yeah. A unicorn roams its domain constantly, moving ever so carefully so not to disturb other denizens. A creature might catch a passing glimpse of the unicorn, then suddenly see nothing but the wildwoods. It's ever so moving. Every It's always patrolling. The unicorn's horn is the focus of its power. A shard, divine, a shard of divine magic wrought in a spiraling ivory. Wands of unicorn horn channel powerful magic, while unicorn horn weapons strike with divine force. So, if and whenever <laughs> you somehow get your hands on unicorn horn, you could get a really cool, like, divine weapon, but you have to be so evil to kill a unicorn. So, like, it's gonna make or, no sense. Like, the Black Knight approaches, but wait, his sword is glowing a white light. Unless you find one that is died or something like that. Yeah. Wizards can work powdered unicorn horn into potion potions and scrolling, or use it as a component in eldritch rituals. However, any creature that takes a role, no matter how small, in slaying a unicorn, is likely to become the target of divine retribution. Yeah, I'd be pretty upset if somebody walked around and killed my guard god horse. <laughs> It's become it's become even more of a like a don't do this, but if you happen upon it, then yeah, you can use it. <laughs> don't want to piss off the gods in D and D until you end up dead. No, because it's it's now become less taboo and more sinful. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> that's a good way to put it, <laughs> actually. Yeah, it's it's less taboo now because before it was like oh. If you have a unicorn horn, you are assumed to be slain it or something, and it's tabooish to use it. It's still kind of tabooish, but it's more sinful if you kill it because you will actively be hunted yeah, hey, by the gods. Hey guys, let's not kill the unicorns. All right, they're, they're here to help us. Right. <laughs> when darkness and evil threaten to overwhelm the mortal world, the gods sometimes see fit to pair a unicorn mount with a champion. This time, it's not a woman <laughs> with a kind heart. <laughs> a paladin astride a unicorn is a sign of the gods' direct intervention in the affairs of the mortal realm. It is a holy alliance made to cleave the heads for demons and banished devils from the nine hells. Hmm. <laughs> it is direct sign. <laughs> 
off. <laughs> Pretty badass. Right? As long as the troubled times of darkness persist, the unicorn stays by the champion, its horn shining bright to drive back the night. However, if the god's champion falls from grace or turns from the cause of righteousness and good, the unicorn departs never to return. Man. That would <laughs> suck to lose your unicorn, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would not be very fun if <laughs> you just decide to say, peace, I'm out, honey, and then the horse just disappeared because you assumed you were keeping it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Transformed by the creature's celestial presence, the domain of a unicorn might include any of the following effects. And this is like, this continues even for like a legendary. Like, what would you call it? They have regional effects, right? They do. Yes, that's what it is. They, what happens with the unicorn's regional effects is any open flames of non-magical nature are extinguished within the unicorn's domain. Torches and campfires refuse to burn, but closed lanterns are ineffective. <laughs> Anything that, if you have a threat to burn down the forest, it will not work. Unless it's in a closed lantern. Yeah. Creatures native to the unicorn's domain have an easier time hiding. They have advantage on all dexterity self-checks made to hide. When a good aligned creature casts a spell or uses a magical effect that causes another good aligned creature to regain hit points, the, car, the target regains the maximum number of hit points possible for the spell or effect. Now, see, that's really good. <laughs> if you, like, know where a unicorn's habitat is, you are hurt, you run there, and then you heal, and then you're good. As long as you're good aligned. I know a lot of people that are chaotic neutral. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, that's true, that's true. Curses affecting any good aligned creature are suppressed while within the forest. And if the unicorn dies, the effects end immediately. Shit. That, <laughs> that's a good so way to do it. you just so happen to be in the woods when the, the unicorn dies, then you're shit out yeah. of luck. It's very disruptive. <laughs> it is. And it's unfortunate for any creature that lives there, because if they're so used to being able to hide and then so then turn out they're not able to hide anymore it's like oh you kill the unicorn I have to and evolve every now. other animal in that in those woods feel big now feel big now <laughs> uh, unicorns uh, can charge again every edition has a charge yeah, of course if the unicorn moves at least 20 feet straight towards a target and then hits it with a horn attack on the same turn the target takes an extra 9 or 2d8 piercing damage. If the target is a creature, it must succeed a DC 15 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Yeah, so it's kind of similar to everything else. Like, on par with damage and what it does. It, you get stabbed by the sword. Or the horn, not the sword, Jesus. You get stabbed by the horn and you get pushed back or you fall down has innate spellcasting. The unicorn's innate spellcasting ability is charisma. The unicorn in can innately cast the following spells requiring no components. At will, they can cast detect evil and good, druid craft, and pass without a trace. Once per day, they can do common motions. This is once per day each, by the way. Common motion, dispel evil, and good. Dispel evil and good. Ah! And entangle. <laughs> 
they have for magic magic resistance, the unicorn has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. And then magic weapons, the unicorn's weapon attacks are magical, which I don't know how unicorns would do weapon attacks unless the horn counts as a weapon. Oh, yeah, they do. In 5th edition, all creature attacks count as weapon attacks. Ah, okay, okay, okay. They also have multi-attack. Unicorn makes two attacks, one with the tubs and one with the horn. It can teleport once per day. The unicorn magically teleports itself and up to three willing creatures it can see within five feet of it, along with any equipment they are wearing or carrying to a location the unicorn is familiar with, up to one mile away. Goddamn. <laughs> That's a good teleport. That's a good teleport, yeah. I mean, it's not nearly as much as earlier editions, but... No, but... It's a. It's better than it's, what five or nine squares or whatever fourth edition was. It's another good like the one where it was if they are about to be captured or killed, this is what they use. Yeah. It's another one of those kinds of. Uh, this is a last resort. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's the fun part about it being only CR five. The unicorn can take three legendary actions. It can choose from the options below. Only one legendary action can be used at a time. And only at the end of another creature's turn, the unicorn gain. Or, it can only be used at the end of another creature's turn, like regular legendary actions. The unicorn regains spent legendary actions at the end of its turn. It can use one action to use its hooves. It can use two to shimmering shield, which is the unicorn creates a shimmering magical field around itself. Or another creature it can see within 60 feet. Target gains a plus two bonus to AC until the end of the unicorn's next turn. And then it can heal self for three actions. The unicorn magically regains two DA plus two hit points. It's CR5, but it's got legendary actions. The legendary actions don't really do a whole lot outside of like the two or three costs. Unless you're standing right in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> in which case, you're going to get kicked a bunch. Which is very disappointing to hear, because I want this creature to be a higher level, because it's so magical and stuff like that. And the fact that it has like kind of like a lackluster, maybe? I've never fought or used a unicorn for anything, but it seems to me like it's very lackluster and legendary actions for something that's supposed to be so... Celestial, you know, something that's supposed to be a protector of the world. Oh, this is Earth. by far not the least. Like, there are other Celestials that have grandiose lore, and then they're like CR one half. Yeah, that's what's. That's okay. Celestials in fifth edition, just in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, they're supposed to be like uh, demigods or like something below gods or gods, you know. You would expect them to be high level, but they're not. Because I guess 5e just wants you to be able to fight everything at low level. Yeah. Which is upsetting. But what do you think? What do you think of unicorns and its history? I mean, I liked unicorns to begin with. I told you about my first, one of my first characters ever in D&D, &D, right? <laughs> <laughs> unicorns are Playing cool. a female just so you can get a unicorn. <laughs> Did you learn anything new, or was this all, like, 
information you already kind of No, uh, I kind of knew a lot already about unicorns <laughs> in, ah. uh, in all the editions. That's why you didn't speak as much. Yeah. No other people yeah. know. Is there anything that was very like, uh, anything that was super surprising about other editions? <laughs> yeah, unicorn horns worth 2,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> Got my mind on my yeah, money. That, uh, not- Money in my mind. Also evil, apparently, because I would absolutely hunt unicorns. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd put you in the middle because you wanted to play a female just so you could <laughs> get a unicorn. Yeah, I have a unicorn now. What's wrong with that? <laughs> just find that funny. <laughs> it's a fucking danger horse. <laughs> danger horse. I think that's it. That's. All everything we went through, one through five, all editions, because of course ev- unicorns are in every edition. Yeah, it's also our first episode that we've like recorded. That uh, it's been fucking so long. I know we need to we need to get our so energy rusty. back up for it. We are, but, but. I think uh, are we done? Yeah, yeah. I think we're done too. We did something pretty basic for our first time back, but hopefully in the next couple months we'll be pulling out some more interesting things to learn about. Hopefully. Let's see. Hopefully. <laughs> as long as we can keep at it. <laughs> right. All right. And uh, with that, it's back to the dungeon.